my suffering. Starring Grace and Jake. We're li oh. we're live. <laughs> if you wanna. Uh, hi. I want to say welcome to all of our new listeners that we got from my viral tweet about my dog. Hell <laughs> yes. Thank we you. Need, we, need a, we need a name for our fans. We do. We that could that could be what we do today is we the, come up with a name. Oh my god, suffragettes. The suffragettes. Okay, that's it. Pot over. We finished. Welcome back, suffragettes. Um uh the some new people coming in from Grace's Twitter. Grace, you wanna you wanna talk about that a little bit? Yeah, uh I have a dog. She is a Pomeranian mixed with a skipper key. She's little and small and black and fluffy. She has a little cough. And I bought socks for her at five below. And I put her in those socks and she looked glamorous. I tweeted it and um yeah, she went, she went viral. She, uh, in, in terms of me, my most uh, liked tweet, we hit 10.9K. Um, I think that's what's at right now. So it's like 600 retweets. So I guess I'm famous. I don't know. It wasn't one of my jokes. It was my dog, but. Um, hey, that's a gateway. That's a, a stroke to the stone. ego is still a stroke you know? Exactly. Yeah, it was kind of, it was actually kind of crazy because I, I tagged like, uh, we rate dogs, which is a famous, you know, not famous, a well-known Twitter account that rates really cute dogs. And I tagged them and I asked them to like help my dog with her sock model career. And they didn't even retweet it. They just liked it. And I didn't even knew I didn't even knew. I didn't even know they liked it because I like got off Twitter and the, the next time I was on it had like 300 likes and I was like <laughs> I was like how? What? Oh, so they're like you, Yeah. Do you think that's what boosts the it? algorithm of them liking it? I think it showed up on other people's timelines. Oh. Who follow their account. So Interesting. Cuz I was really confused for a while. I was like cuz they didn't retweet it and I was like I didn't know that they liked it because it was buried under like all these other likes because I got so many likes um and then I was on their account and I looked at their likes and my mine was like the first one on there sure. with my little dog and her little socks so, so nothing nothing's changed I'm still <laughs> the same old me um I retained like three followers put my dog socks on one foot one, at a one time, foot at just a time. Like everybody else yeah i think honorable mentions was i was quote retweeted by um an account that sells feet pics <laughs> and they were like they like quote tweeted it with something like the the real people the real people who are selling feet pics it was like wow my dog that's a high compliment <laughs> I was like, okay. Her avatar was like a little butt. That's a weirdly like self-aware thing for like a feet pick account to, <laughs> to post. I feel like there's like, it's a weird moment of brand building for them. I wouldn't have expected that. Yeah. I also got, I got some hate. I got a quote retweet that was like, this dog is showing high levels of anxiety stop normalizing this shit and 
I thought that was really, really funny because if you look at the picture, my dog is smiling. She is yeah. having the greatest time of her life. That all that person also kind of strikes me as someone who might benefit from like a hobby or something, yeah. like just something to fill their time with. And I got a lot of replies with dogs that look just like my dog, which made me really excited. Absolutely. I was like, oh my God, she has a long lost twin. And like, I know that that's how dogs work. Like, I know that like dogs of the same breed look like other dogs, but yeah. um, dogs of it was still, it was still kind of exciting to see other dogs look like her. Yeah, a lot of lot of white moms and white dads really just like loving the dog and socks. Lots of support for Sesame, my dog. Those like, are the suffragettes. Dog. The suffragettes. Yeah, so I did as any like viral tweet. I went on the I did a reply to like plug my shit. And you know, instead of being like a cool person who like replies with like uh what are they called? SoundCloud. A, pe- a petition. Oh uh. no. <laughs> no like a petition or like a fundraiser i was like you can support my podcast and it worked because i messaged grace uh afterwards and after she did that we officially hit uh 10 listeners and consistent listeners folks i'll drink to that i'll drink to that cheers and so to all 10 of you if you're listening to this right now um welcome welcome suffragettes to end my suffering jake and i were talking a little bit before we started recording about how crystalia has tried to make a comeback by posting a youtube video entitled it's been a while i can't say i watched it because i don't contribute to crystalia as a human being but I do, I think what, like the first or second, hmm? brave, brave of me. Thanks. I think it was like our first or second pod where we were talking about how he got outed for being a pedophile. Yes, it was. I think it was the second one because I was in my garage when we recorded it. What a guy trying to make a comeback. Yeah. And like, it seems, I mean, I didn't watch the video either, but it, it does kind of seem like he's trying to make a comeback in like a referential way where he's like, hey, that's sucks that that happened. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm here now. Chris D'Elia coming back to comedy is like when Ted Cruz came back t- to Texas. Like, <laughs> we don't need you here. Yeah. Like, you made, you made your, your whole thing is clear and now we would like you to go. Yeah, you don't need to come back we didn't we didn't forget that you (laughs) what you did it's kind of in the zeitgeist now like you're kind of when when you google your name it's your name guilty question mark (laughs) no like what is the thing that you would want next to your name if you got famous like what would you think you would want the auto type to be massive hog question mark no (laughs) Like, like do you have a pig yeah yeah um probably i don't know probably like i think net worth question mark is a good one because that means like you're you have money and people want to know how much money you have right um i think i was actually recently i googled fucking um oh what's his fucking name the, the puppet man the puppet stand-up the puppet guy. man the guy who does oh, stand-up. Jeff Dern- Durnham? no no the funny puppet randy randy someone in randy 
I have no idea what you're talking about. But it's sure. a guy. It, it's it's a dude who does stand up, but like he uses a puppet. Like instead of him, he like it's yeah, puppet Jeff stand-up. Dunham. N- no, <laughs> because Jeff Dunham uses multiple puppets and is oh. also a master at the art form. Yeah, he has this a monopoly a, over puppet comedy. But not yet. But I googled this okay. guy. This guy yeah. Randy, and like he, it, the first thing that came up was Randy Feltface funny or not question mark and i was like that's, that's kind of awesome that's kind of awesome yeah. i like the idea of ooh, that could honestly be like an aspiration for what this podcast gets in its search results <laughs> or not and my suffering funny or not i like i feel like i have like there are ones i would have but i know if i get famous mine's gonna be grace gozy race question mark <laughs> yeah yeah, that's, that's what it means to be racially ambiguous in america and that's the political commentary of this podcast dang relevant dang relevant we've been pretty Our 10 political. listeners yeah we've Our been pretty listeners. political yeah. yeah you know what's crazy though is that if okay so there's two of us and we both bring in five listeners so now we have 10 and then we oh. bring all each five of those listeners yeah brings in five more listeners and then right. all of those people bring in five more each okay and eventually we just have like a network of people listening a network of people that's kind of like a mul- like multiple levels of people mm-hmm. all feeding listenership up to us but all benefiting themselves right there's something there's something <laughs> there <laughs> we'll see I don't think here you might not I'm just gonna I, I'm fully aware that you understand this as you are smarter than me but I'm just gonna like for my own thing I'm gonna draw oh, it out no I don't understand it I have tiny girl brain me no have poop. little girl brain me cannot comprehend big smart boy idea dude what were those things called in elementary in elementary school when you used to have to do the tree i know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> no fucking clue what they're called <laughs> they're like it was like the math tree where it was like <laughs> 25 was at the top and then it'd be like five five because five times five equals 25 and then in five you get like five and one because one times five is five were they called math trees? I have no <laughs> I'm gonna call it a math tree. All right. Um that this is a call to action, suffragettes. Number one, your goal is to expand the pyramid, uh, yeah. bring in five more listeners to our podcast, send the link to your friends, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. The other call to action is what is this called? What yeah. is a what is it? I don't what, even know if I described it right, but what is that called? What is it called? A math tree. <laughs> a math tree? Who's to say? I want to go back to, I was talking about my race. It's not about race, but it's about what I look like. Um, (laughs) So because um, I am what what those in the audience who are hashtag woke would call a white passing multiracial, sometimes I'm not completely white passing. So there's this fun thing going around on Twitter where you like upload a picture of yourself and then it tells you what celebrities you look like. Last time I checked, there's not a lot of celebrities who are like Filipino and white and Native American. So sometimes I get really weird, like <laughs> like results whenever I try to like analyze my face because Google's like, oh, I don't know what an interracial relationship is. So, <laughs> 
Um, uh, so let's backtrack. Backtrack to when Jake and I were, Jake and I were, was in high school. Jake and I were in high school. We were. We were in high school. I'm an English major. <laughs> um, we were in high school. Um, one time, a friend, our friend Gabe, who you all met on the last episode. If you haven't listened to that one, go back. Go, you can get, go get caught some up. Context, some get some context with Gabe. Uh, Gabe told me that I looked like Miranda Cosgrove, who plays Carly and I, Carly. And Jake and I both went, ew, gross. That's disgusting. Uh, and Gabe went, what? No, Miranda Cosgrove is really high. I mean, nice. She's very nice. Because what you have to understand is at that point, and, and still today, Gabe and I have a very brotherly, sisterly relationship. So for him to tell me I am attractive is entirely inappropriate <laughs> <laughs> and not flattering and more gross. I mean, that's kind of rude. It would be like, Gabe's allowed to think I'm pretty, but also if he told me I was pretty, I would probably throw up on him. So, <laughs> um, which he always takes issue with. He <laughs> gets really mad when I say that. But this thing scanned, this AI scanned my face and told me I looked like Miranda Cosgrove. And I sent it to him and he said, I told you. <laughs> I love that story for a lot of reasons, but I think my favorite part of it is just the fact that, like, it sounds like a scenario on, like, a, a really poorly written sitcom of, like, <laughs> where he's like, no, you're so high, me nice. Like, it sounds like just, like, bad writing, but it happened in but real it life. It's in real life. Amazing. Amazing. What a man. And again, if you if you're like, what's this guy that they're talking about? There is a whole podcast episode with him, and he's a very smart person. Uh, yeah. So go go listen to it. And he's great. But um, at that point in my career, my career, my my career of life, your career of being friends with Gabe, my career of being friends with Gabe. Um, he was trying to give me a compliment, and <laughs> it didn't feel like it. I mean, Miranda Cosgrove. I will I will backtrack and say that like, she's not ugly. She's pretty, but no. okay. Jake doesn't. Jake <laughs> no, doesn't of, co- of course she's pretty. She's famous. Of course she's pretty. She's famous, and she could potentially be a guest on this podcast. Of course she's pretty. <laughs> and she's very talented. But, um. Yeah. You heard her music. You heard her music. I. She sings the the opening song to iCarly, doesn't she? I think so. And. Uh, we're doing that for copyright reasons yes yeah yeah yeah. that'll all just be we'll leave that in but it'll just be one long beep for the audience and in that beep you guys can uh go to youtube.com and type in iCarly Miranda Cosgrove theme music iCarly really do be making a comeback though now that's on Netflix it's on Netflix now yeah it's on Netflix now and it's a lot of a lot of iCarly memes have been popping up on Twitter damn I don't really have like fun commentary on that I just just an observation. Just wanted to bring it up. Yeah. Damn. We're on different Twitters, I guess. I didn't even realize that Ari Carly was around anymore. I didn't or I didn't know it was on. <laughs> I, I thought no. Miranda Cosgrove was fucking dead, if I'm being yeah, honest. Yeah, I, I thought it was obliterated in general, just gone. What is Miranda Cosgrove doing right now? Like, does she have an upcoming um, I probably nothing? <laughs> yeah, she's too ugly to do anything. <laughs> she's so ugly. Her no, uh, again, are... Miranda. Um, 
we would love to have you on the podcast. If anybody, if any of our 10 listeners in the process of constructing the pyramid have a chance to get Miranda Cosgrove to listen to this, that is go your ahead and do that. duty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, just like, yeah, go ahead and do it. It's not I'm not just, like, yeah, it's not like a big whatever. Sort of, yeah, who cares? Well, while you're looking up what Miranda Cosgrove is doing, um, um not to make this like oh, what is she doing? She was in the Despicable Me movies, which I'm sure have yeah. several houses. So. She's she played Margo, Ma- Marco, or Marco Polo. What is her name? Margo? I, I, think. I have no idea. I just said okay because I wanted to <laughs> yes, just Andy, move on to support you. <laughs> <laughs> she's in the okay, she has like a ton of upcoming stuff that like doesn't have a release date yet that she's attached to. So never mind. Damn. But that means she'll have to do promo. So she can come on the pod. Feel free. Anyway, you were saying, sorry. Oh, I was just going to tell, um, not to make this like a Grace-centric episode, um, you know, just like focus on my character arc, like what's going on with well, me. Well, we, we need that. We need to develop that for the, the rest of the series. Yeah. It's just important that women get to tell their stories. Um, yeah. Actually, it's really interesting that you say that because I was actually thinking <laughs> of something. Oh yeah, right. I'm sorry. Do you have a female experience? To share? Yeah, I was actually. I recently uh, uh, went to the uh, Walgreens, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow, it'd be crazy to have periods." Is there and anything the- more? I want to make sure that you fully finish and develop this female story. I'm so. I'm sorry. What were you gonna say? No, no. Please continue. No, that's it. That's that's the whole story. Are right, Are you sure? Yeah. I was gonna say that um, I on my LinkedIn profile, which I have because I'm a slave to corporate culture, um, it it says that I'm a poet and a comedian just because I'm trying to give myself agency. Um, but I got a message from somebody that I go to school with, but I have never met. I've never met this person, and they asked me to help them with their standup that they're writing to perform later this summer. Again, I've never met this person. <laughs> and they also said, like, at the school I'm at, they're like, I'm an athlete at BSU as well, implying that I'm an athlete, which I am not. I'm not an athlete. Last time Improv I checked. is a form of athleticism. I feel like... <laughs> like maybe like sports if you were to put sports and improv on a continuum or like a on a like a what's it called like a spectrum a spectrum um they would be on opposite ends <laughs> opposite ends of the spectrum and so he asked me to help him with his stand-up and i replied because i'm nice also because i thought it was funny uh, and i was like oh um I don't really write stand-up I I do more like sketch comedy which is true and he replied and asked me if I knew who John Mulaney was <laughs> and if I knew or have watched John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch and I have never been so insulted in my entire life I like I think that that is like a theme like for me as like a girl whatever you say you like comedy men just come back at you with like oh you like comedy have you ever have you ever heard of a really famous comedian before and I'm like oh no I haven't 
I said I like comedy, but when I said that, I, I meant that I like watching funny videos on YouTube. I didn't mean real comedy. I cannot. Did anything, sorry, did no, anything you go. more happen? Well, like, did, did you, I, or have you been in correspondence since I then? replied and I said, yes, I have seen on many occasions John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch kind of like being like know your place yeah sir which is like that's like another like fun flex story like we saw john mulaney together oh yeah because your mom broke her neck yeah because my mom got injured in canada when i was supposed to see him uh she got injured and then i didn't get to see him and i was really really sad about it and another friend of mine reached out to his like team and was like my friend loves john and she really wants to see him and they like gave me free tickets to go see him in chicago and it brought jake i pointed y'all didn't see it if you're just listening but i pointed to jake yeah and i brought jake so do i know john mulaney yes i fucking know him he fucking knows me he gave me free tickets (laughs) to see him in chicago He's actually going to be on the pod. We're using that connection. He's going to be on the podcot next week. Yeah. Right. Grace's sure. mom broke her neck again. Um, <laughs> Could you leave rehab to come on the pod and talk about it with us? I forgot he was in rehab when I he said is in that. Rehab. Oh. Rest in peace. Wishing him all the best. Not Absolutely. rest in peace. He's alive. <laughs> oh, I did gosh. a I did a quick um the name of the son father and the holy spirit just like a a, a quick um, nod to my catholic heritage a quick quick little quick Dude, little ladybird you know what's crazy ladybird. i actually saw a commercial today for like a 23 and me for dogs yeah we did that we did that with my dog at home <laughs> oh please tell me about this white experience and when you <laughs> and meet your dog it was a gift that we got for my mom uh you got it for her (laughs) yeah because she loves the dog and we're like we don't know what breed she is because she was a street dog so we're like oh we're gonna find out um and what'd you find find out she was a pitbull terrier and um fucking what's it called the big ones the great pyrenees that was like the three biggest ones so it was neat we found out some stuff that like we didn't realize before but yeah it was aggressively like a it was a very like, mm, Charles, do you have the results for the 23 and me for the dog yet experience? I was like, goddamn. <laughs> I just like, I'm in a- You're liter- sitting here acting like you wouldn't do that for Sesame. No, I, I mean, I would. I'm pretty sure I know exactly what she is. So I feel like I don't have to. And they were selling it at this as this whole like health thing. Like you can test your dog and then you can know what diseases it's prone to have or like- yeah we all know that this is just this is just big dog dna trying to clone <laughs> our animals yeah they're gonna clone them and turn them into super soldiers this is this is antifa at work yeah, man. but i was like that's the funniest fucking thing i've ever seen <laughs> yeah absolutely it's ridiculous but i loved it like it's one of those things where i can definitely see myself in the future doing it again and it being like a little like event like the letter shows up or the email shows up and I like open a bottle of wine. I'm like, okay, 
mittens or whatever your fucking name is and my future cat or dog or whatever we're gonna find out what you are and like i have like a a a breed reveal party for my breed reveal and i burned down a forest by like setting off fireworks (laughs) i like found out that sesame has a little chihuahua in here i like buy her a tiny sombrero (laughs) oh no (laughs) no it's fine you're you have a little chihuahua in you (laughs) oh god no you don't get it like my dog my dog has a little chihuahua in her so (laughs) it's fine like it's not a big deal dude i think about like movies that star dogs like a lot like like real dogs or like animated movies real dogs yeah like beverly hills chihuahua airbud dude airbud like, can you imagine, can you imagine for a minute, say that the universe that Airbud is taking place in is like a real universe, like completely real, uh-huh. really happening. You're on the opposing team. <laughs> you just lost a state championship to a dog doing free throws. Can you imagine I... what that does to your self-esteem? <laughs> I beg for the rest of your life, like, you would fucking hate Golden Retrievers. Like, you imagine, like, I can just imagine the team captain of, like, the other team. He goes home. His dad has, like, the belt out. He's like, you're going to let a dog beat you? You're going to let a dog beat you? (laughs) Jesus Christ. No one thinks about the opposing team in that (laughs) movie. You know what, Grace? I mean, you're getting a graduate degree in comedy writing. Kind of seems like you're going to write Airbud one and a half. I will. <laughs> and it'll be about how those kids have to deal with the psychological trauma of being beat by a dog who does not even have opposable thumbs. Uh, yeah, I guess there's really no comparable experience to losing to a dog. Like that Losing to like... a dog? <laughs> like, how did they even, like get that dog on the team i don't know i've never seen airbud i've never seen airbud either i'm so confused it's got to be like a thing of like he auditions for the team because he loves basketball right and then but how does he know he loves basketball he's a very he's a golden who gave who gave this dog a basketball in the first place oh maybe that's what it was he got adopted by a family the kid of the family was playing basketball basketball goes too far goes over the this is what it this is what it is okay Okay. (laughs) so the family next door to his house Mm -hmm. yeah kid playing basketball ricochet is off of the the backboard yeah goes over the fence into Airbud's lawn where he's lounging. Yeah, like Airbud's lounging. Airbud goes. But then, okay, another thing. The did they name yeah. him Airbud after they knew he was good at basketball or did he come named Airbud? I think his name is Bud. In my retelling of this story, his name is Bud and he <laughs> right. earns the title Airbud. So the ball comes into the yard. Yeah. He moves to the ball, he's investigating the disturbance. He taps it once with his little nose. So it's not okay. He he goes again. He's like, "There's something here. There's something. Yeah. I'm feeling this. I feel it." He rolls it once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He hits it with his paw. It bounces slightly. He's right. like, "I think I know what to do with this." He like kicks it, nudges it along out to the driveway. Mm-hmm. Does it again? It bounces severely, and then it bounces so high it goes into the air, and he hits it with his head, and then mm-hmm. it soars through the air lands in the hoop this kid that was playing basketball was like where's my freaking ball 
you've got moves the kid becomes the dog's manager right the kid is trying out for a basketball team doesn't make it right the dog he's like i know it's gonna hurt to see you succeed and me be held back but Mm. i know you've got what it takes the dog auditions at the last minute they were like okay anybody else and he's like (laughs) he auditions (laughs) the dog auditions the basketball team at the last minute he he comes in he comes in um Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. That is, that is bullshit. What I just said. Oh, said okay. That's a dream that Airbud has. Okay. okay. He wakes up, he's doing that little dog dream thing where he's like, and he wakes up <laughs> and he's awake. He's in his house. Um, he mm-hmm. did the basketball thing where he shot the ball, but he didn't audition. That was he all, <laughs> that yeah. was all a dream. That was so, a mistake. so he wakes up and then the kid comes in. He's like, Bud, we gotta go. I'm. I, you got basketball tryouts today. He mm-hmm. goes to basketball tryouts. Yeah. He's there with like twenty normal people, no other animals, no stuff. other dogs. And he's right. like, "Wait, what the fuck? What's going on? What's what's up?" And in my version, he has like an inner monologue that we hear sometimes. Right. Kind of like now, look who's talking. You know that movie where the baby talks. But so he's at the basketball tryouts. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they're shooting free throws they're going they're going and he goes he he hits it with his paw they go whistle traveling and he's like oh okay shit tries again uh he gets he gets another foul another foul another foul and and they're just like we're not they're clearly doing it because they don't want a dog on the team they see right. that he has the form mm-hmm. down but they mm-hmm. don't want a dog on the team right no one wants a dog on the team exactly the kid his manager is pissed He's yeah. like, you're gonna fucking call the these bullshit calls on my fucking guy. On oh, my dog, yeah. On my dog. Uh, and the coach is like, get out of here. And right. then the kid is like, fine. The kid is also trying out though. He makes the team. Airbud doesn't. Oh. Now, flash forward montage of the kid training and Airbud watching. He's he's sad. He's yeah. a sad Airbud. He's a sad dog montage it's like three months past they're heading to state right right or they're heading like the state they're heading to national (laughs) exactly Mm -hmm. airbud has been training this whole time just trying to be a a basketball dog yeah you know he he came to peace with the fact that he can't be on a team because he Mm -hmm. is a dog right but he wants to be good at basketball because it's what he loves but then Mm. at the semifinals Mm mm-hmm the team suffers an injury. The right. Kid, That's, that makes sense. Airbud's manager breaks yeah. his leg like that guy who had his bone sticking out. I don't want to. You remember? So <laughs> he like destroys his leg. So Airbud, after chewing on the bone, realizes <laughs> <laughs> this is his big chance. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and the kid looks at Airbud. He looks him in the eyes. He looks him in his dog eyes, his human eyes to his dog eyes. Yeah. And he says, Hey now's your chance now's your chance and he throws him his jersey he right. throws airbud his jersey airbud jumps he catches it puts it on in air yeah <laughs> airbud finishes the game 32 points individually 32 points there was one half left he scored 32 points mm-hmm. unreal he did unreal. so well for a dog especially then they go to state they go to state right airbud yeah. is leading the team into yes. state because they've all come to accept him and he, they just annihilate the other team while the kid is sitting in a wheelchair on the sidelines so proud that airbud's doing it then 
Airbud gets off the, the court and he just goes to do a cool move when the game is over, walking mm-hmm. past the coach because mm-hmm. the coach never believed in him. He's going right. to walk right past him. He's going to say, fuck you. I don't care about yeah. what you say. You saw what I did today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He walks past the coach. The coach stops him. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, Air, hey, bud. <laughs> Air bud. Yeah, Guess hey, we got to start calling you Air Bud. Ah, uh, yeah, there it is. Cheers. Everyone on their feet. Airbud in the center, circling shot around him as he looks around. Credits roll. That makes sense. Airbud. Here's here's my thing. With the Airbud universe. Yes. They expanded it, right? We got we got snow buddies. Is that all in the same universe? Well, like they're like extensions of Airbud. The buddies movies. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay things that don't make sense to me i don't know why they would go in that direction with like the puppies because the puppies talk in those movies and if i'm not mis- i don't think Airbud talks in Airbud. i mean he's just like a dog we're both the wrong people to ask but i okay. would assume not like it what? seems like he doesn't talk like he's just like a dog that does basketball so i don't know i feel like if i was if yeah if he was- talked it would be ridiculous <laughs> that would be so stupid it's, it's different it's because then we'd have a whole different layer of like oh my god my dog plays basketball and he talks like we just have the dog playing basketball yeah. so i don't know why they took their their franchise and moved towards talking dogs because we, we have like spooky buddies air buddies snow buddies we should have stayed like within this realm where like dogs can excel at sports because then then you get dogs that can ice skate and then you can recreate the tanya harding nancy kerrigan tragedy with dogs can you imagine how funny that'd be like if fucking tanya harding hires a cat to go fucking break uh skate skate bud's leg Oh, so Tanya Harding is competing against Skatebud. Skatebud, yeah. And, man. and she hires a cat. A cat to go break Skatebud's legs. Jesus. Oh, no. Like, okay. So if that's the case, then we have to assume other sports scandals can also be buddified. Yeah, they can also so be buddified. So you have, like, a very famous, you have football bud. You have, you have touchdown bud who's, like, getting, who, like, supports dog fighting. <laughs> You have base bud who's just on like more, it's two base buds and they're on more steroids than any human being has ever had in their system before. Dogs could do like this universe has unlimited possibilities. Like dogs can like do sports. And then like, is there, does air bud like make it to the NBA? Okay. No, this is real though. Have you seen that like documentary series on Netflix called we are the champions? No. Yo, dude, you got to watch that. You're going to love it. So um, it's one, it's narrated by Rain Wilson, which just like makes it all the better. Not that I'm like an author simp or anything, but like, he's just a good narrator. So it's like each episode is like a, a, like a mini documentary on like a super weird niche, like sport or competition. And so like, there's an episode on like frog jumping like teaching frogs how to jump there's an episode on like um competitions with like hair like hair curation like creating really absurd hairstyles 
there's one about like in England they do this thing where they roll like a wheel of cheese down like a 90 degree hill if yeah, you have to like to chase it yeah so there's yeah. like it does that but my favorite one is cheese the one cheese. is the one on dog dancing which is a super popular sport in Russia where people and this is great this is great because if you watch a series it's actually all like it's really subtly like women empowerment because like every oh, person okay. that's like a champion is like a woman or like you know like even the cheese chasing girl like she's like a <laughs> like a 20 some year old like my favorite superhero dude she's awesome she's she like broke her collarbone and she's still Whoa. like is all about the cheese still chasing that cheese yeah uh-huh. the first time she won she just like did it on a whim damn she's yeah. a natural born cheese chaser yeah so like the dog dancing though is like particular like for the most part like the demographic of people who are like doing the dog dancing are like these middle-aged women who like have really close bonds with their dogs and like they like teach so there's two categories there's heel work and then there's freestyle so like heel work is like when you like listen to music you like your music and like your dog like does like 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 heel work to the to the rhythm of the music okay so it's all about the rhythm and then the freestyle is all about like tricks and like just getting your dog to do really cool stuff but like yo dude these like this woman in russia she's like like there's also like a russian like mob boss that like funds the russian dog dancing team that's it's, not there's no way no it's that's real, real if you watch it like he comes and watches their shows and like when he comes they always play this like dark music <laughs> they're like he's here and like she's like oh she has to win because otherwise he won't fund her like dog dancing dreams and like this woman her whole goal is to get dog dancing in the olympics oh buddy yeah man but it's That's crazy like, rough <laughs> dude you know um i'm not sure like how this would work but i'll share my screen and show you a video yeah. right now of dog dancing so for those who can't see this there is a woman dancing with a dog uh in like a choreographed little thing choreographed maneuvers uh but the woman is dressed up as poe from kung fu panda in what i can only be described as a costume you can make for ten dollars <laughs> this would be considered freestyle okay because there's there's like there's all sorts of ones there's like one where like the little dog is like doing a lay miz thing and there's one with like the greatest showman and like the person is yeah so like the person is like they're doing like a dance duet with the dog gotcha so it's yeah. essentially exactly what it sounds like when you yeah, say dogs, dog dancing. Yeah, it sounds like dogs dancing. What? Pretty fucking sick. Like, it's awesome. Sick. It makes me feel good inside. <laughs> it was a lot more wholesome than I, I, I don't know why, but I expected it to be a lot like grimmer. Like I thought no, it would it's, be like, awesome. oh, this is the result of loneliness. But instead it seemed like the result of just like following your joy. Yeah, man. Hanging out with your dog. Vibing. So here's my question. Um, for you, Grace, and for the suffragettes. Right. What sport would a dog be better at than humans? That's in, let's say, a sport that's in the Olympics. In the Olympics. Okay. Yeah. Because if there was like a, a nation, like an island nation, 
populated by dogs, if there was an Isle of Dogs per se, if are they we, were to compete are we just, in the Olympics. Is there, any magical, is there any magical realism in this? Or are we just like taking a dog at face value, no higher intelligence, no like higher ability? I would say it's or the we, same. Like, Sorry. Okay, you no, I was gonna say, or are we like equating like a dog like Airbud? Like I would say it's the same level of magical realism as the first Airbud. He doesn't talk, but he hmm. does have the capacity to compete. Um that's a tough one. I feel like instantly my brain goes to beach volleyball. Okay. But after initial thought, I see a lot of error, like a lot of room for error with like biting the the ball and stuff so i start thinking of like like curling or like shuffleboard okay i feel like curling because they can use like the nose yeah they also like i feel like they could get a good like brush it you put two brush pads on their paws they could do mm-hmm. like a good like motion a brush, 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 brush. Brush, brush, brush 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 yeah unfortunately there's no or i i guess like if we're really thinking about it probably like track and field oh yeah, absolutely. 100 meter, easy. 100 meter, yeah. How fast probably. are dogs? I guess different um, strokes for different Faster dogs. than Usain Bolt, probably. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I don't know, probably. Probably. <laughs> if I'm thinking about it, like. Applying just an ounce of critical thought to this, I would say that they're faster than Usain Bolt. So I guess that's different than what would be most fun to watch a dog compete in. Yeah, that that's the second question, though. So what do you think would be most fun? Because oh, for me, 100% couples figure skating. <laughs> it's not Are they a coupled question. with a person? Or no, they're coupled dog? with another dog. Absolutely, absolutely. Do they? Here's my question for you, though, Grace. Are they two-leggedly skating or four-leggedly skating? Two-legged. Oh, okay. I was picturing four-leg. I was picturing like... Yeah, but then you can't do any like holds or lifts. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Or like, I think um, snowboarding would also be kind of funny. There's a... Isn't there a, a Airbus With skiing, probably. Or probably, sn- yeah. I thought like Snowbud was more about like... Or Snow Buddies was like... For some reason, golden retrievers like doing um, the Iditarod. That you are correct. You... Uh, thank you guys for listening to another episode. We appreciate having you along and talk about Airbud and the realities of dogs competing in sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grace, do you have any plugs before we end the episode? Um, you can find us on Twitter at EMS Pod. You find me on Twitter at Graceful Gozy if you want to see pictures of sesame and socks. You can find us on TikTok on my personal account because Grace <laughs> doesn't have a TikTok. And so I post all of the, the highlights to that. It's at Jake's Hot Friend. That's also my Twitter handle if you want, but I like I don't know why you would. Um, and then yeah, that's pretty much it for me. So without further ado, we're gonna we're gonna sign off with uh just like we always do by saying the magic word which is clitoris clitoris good night america clitoris clitoris the podcast is over now